All right. Are you ready for the word? Yeah. If you help me preach, I preach better. Amen. Here's the problem. I'm going to preach till you get with me. Then when you get with me, I don't want to quit. So, you know, I'm just saying the sooner you get with me, the sooner we will be done this morning. Well, today we're going to continue our series called More. Uh, We're in a series about the Holy Spirit. I want to remind us that uh, the Holy Spirit is a person. Say a person. Yeah, the Holy Spirit is a person. He is the third person of the Trinity. We don't believe in three gods. We believe in one God, but that one God is manifested in three persons, not three personalities, three distinct persons, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Three individual persons that together make up the Godhead. Our focus in this series is on the person of the Holy Spirit. And our desired result of this series is to have more of him, but not only for us to have more of him, but also for him to have more of us. Last Sunday, we talked about more of his presence, and we spelled presence P-R-E-S-E-N-C-E. Today, we're seeking for more of his presence, that is P-R-E-S-E-N-T-S, or more of his presence. Gifts. You see, the Holy Spirit is very generous. He has many gifts that he wants to give out to the saints. And I want to share five statements with you today that relate to the gifts or the presence that the Holy Spirit desires to give. First statement that I want to make this morning is this, and that is his gifts are distributed. Yeah, his gifts are distributed. Let's read some scripture. Let's look in uh, 1 Corinthians chapter number 12. 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Let's read verses 4 through 11. It's the apostle Paul that is writing. And he says here, he says, there are diversities of gifts, but it's the same spirit. He said, there are differences of ministries. It's the same Lord. There are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works all in all. He says, but the manifestation of the spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. For to one, he says, is given the word of wisdom through the spirit. To another, the word of knowledge through the same spirit. To another, faith by the same spirit. To another, gifts of healings by the same spirit. To another, the working of miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, discerning of spirits. To another, different kinds of tongues. Another, the interpretation of tongues. But one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. And then let's also read Romans chapter number 12, verses 6 through 8. Paul writing again, and Paul writes, he says, having then gifts differing differing according to the grace that is given to us, let us use them. If prophecy, let's prophesy in proportion to our faith. Ministry, let's use it in our ministry. He who teaches in teaching. He who exhorts in exhortation. He who gives with liberality. He who leads with diligence. He who shows mercy with cheerfulness. So so the Holy Spirit has a whole list of gifts and he is generous with his gifts. In fact, every spirit-filled saint has received a gift or gifts. 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse number 7 that we read says a spiritual gift is given to each of us. To whom? Each of us. 
each of us. A, a spiritual gift has been given to each of us. Notice this, so we can help each other. Every spirit-filled saint has received a gift or gifts from the Holy Spirit. Now, we may or we may not recognize our gift. We may or may not be using our gift or our gifts, but the gifts have been given, and it's up to us to recognize our gifts and to use our gifts. And please, please understand that we are talking about gifts, gifts. See, a gift is given, not earned. Need to understand that. A gift is given, not earned. A gift is all about the giver, not about the receiver. See, the gifts of the Spirit are not given out based on the spirituality of a person or even the character of the person. If that were the case, then that would be rewards. But they're not rewards, they are gifts. So these gifts are based solely on the giver and the generosity of the giver who is the Holy Spirit. Yes. And this is why I say that I personally value the fruit of the Spirit even above the gifts of the Spirit. Why do I say that? Because the gifts of the Spirit that operate through someone who does not possess the fruit of the Spirit can do more harm than good. See, see, people get all goo-goo-eyed over people who operate in the gifts of the Spirit. Yeah, oh man, they get all goo-goo-eyed about people that operate in the gifts of the Spirit. Sometimes these people are, are, are viewed as more spiritual than others, or they're viewed as more holy than others, when often this is not the case at all. See, the gifts of the Spirit are just that. They're gifts. They are gifts. Gifts given by the Spirit, not earned by the saints. Did you get that? I said gifts given by the Spirit, not earned by the saints. That's big. All right, his gifts are distributed. The second statement that I want to make this morning is this, and that is his gifts are distinct. They're distinct. Romans chapter 12 and verse number 6 says, God has given each of us different gifts. Say different. Different gifts. God has given each of us different gifts for doing certain things well. All things well? All things well? No, certain things well. Paul writes in 1 Corinthians 12 and 4, there are different kinds of spiritual gifts. In 1 Corinthians chapter 12, there are nine spiritual gifts that are listed there. Now, these nine gifts could be separated into three separate or distinct categories. One category could be labeled vocal gifts. Vocal gifts. What are they? They are the gift of tongues, gift of interpretation of tongues, the gift of prophecy. They, these are vocal gifts. A second category uh, could be labeled revelation gifts. Uh, they are called the revelation gifts because they reveal something. And these gifts are the word of knowledge, the word of wisdom, and discerning of spirits. The third category would be, it could be qualified as power gifts. Power gifts. They are the gift of faith, uh, the gifts of healing, and the working of miracles. 
So the gifts of the Spirit are, are distinct, and each gift serves a different purpose. Let, let's read what Paul writes in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, uh, verse 7 through 11. I already read it, but I'll read it again. It says, but the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healings by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues to another the interpretation of tongues, but one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. So each gift serves a a different purpose. The vocal gifts say something, right? The vocal gifts say something, and they usually give us a word of encouragement or a word of admonition. The revelation gifts reveal something, uh, something that would not be or could not be known any other way. It has been supernaturally revealed by the Holy Spirit. The power gifts do something. They do something. They, they, they do something powerful. They do something supernatural. They do something miraculous. So, so each gift serves a different purpose. Paul says in verse 31 of 1 Corinthians chapter 12, you should desire the best gifts or the most helpful gifts. You might say, well, pastor, out of the nine gifts that are listed here, which, one, which are the best? Which are the most helpful? Well, I would tell you that this has been debated for centuries. But I've got the answer, all right? <laughs> you know you know how deep I am, and I've got the answer. Everybody's been searching for the answer. I've got the answer. And the answer to the question of which is the best gift is, my, here's my answer, the best gifts are the gifts needed at the time. Yeah, the gifts needed at the time. What do you need? Do you need something said? Do you need a word of encouragement? then perhaps you need to, you know, you might need the gifts of tongues and interpretation or the gift of prophecy. Uh, do you need something revealed? Well, then if you need something revealed, then you might need the revelation gifts to kick in, right? To reveal something that you would not know otherwise, except that the Holy Spirit would reveal that to you. Uh, do you need something done? Then you need one of the power gifts, right, to be kicked in in your life. The good news is, here's the good news, and that is whatever you need, whatever you need, the Holy Spirit has passed out gifts to help us meet that need. Are you still tracking with me this morning? All right, it brings me to my third statement about the gifts, and that is this, and that is his gifts should be desired. Yeah, his gifts, the gifts of the Holy Spirit should be desired. First Corinthians chapter 14 and verse 1 again says, you should desire spiritual gifts. The New Living Translation renders it this way. You should desire the special ability that comes through the Holy Spirit. First Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 31 says, you should earnestly desire the most helpful gifts. See, if we would truly comprehend the value of the gifts of the Holy Spirit, if we understood the potential that is available to us through the gifts of the Holy Spirit, then I believe that we would be much more diligent in our pursuit of the gifts. Amen. See, we should seek to discover and then be used in our gift. 
Now, I don't know, perhaps because we have witnessed the misuse of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Uh, I don't know, perhaps because we've even witnessed people who use the gifts of the Holy Spirit to manipulate people. Uh, I, I don't know, maybe because we have seen people operate in the flesh, assuming that they were uh, operating in the spirit, they were attributing to the spirit what was actually just them and just their flesh. I, I don't know, but for many various reasons, sometimes, sometimes, if we're not careful, we will tend to shy away from or become skeptical of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Are there excesses? Are there mistakes made? Are there fakes and charlatans out there posing as spiritual gurus? Yes, yes, and yes. But hear me this morning. Let us not throw out the baby with the bathwater. Let's not give up the genuine and the authentic because there's a few kooks out there and there's a a few people out there misusing the gifts of the Holy Spirit. We should seek to discover and then be used in our gift or gifts. Well, we need the gifts that are of the Holy Spirit that, uh, that the Holy Spirit has available to us. And we need the supernatural to help us because, listen, quite honestly, in the natural, we do not have a chance. And I would say in the world that we are living in today, if there ever was a day when we needed to be led and guided and directed by the Holy Spirit and used in the gifts of the Holy Spirit and the power of the Holy Spirit flowing in and through us, both uh, uh, as individuals and corporately as a body of people, I believe it is the day that we're living in today. Amen. Aren't you glad that greater is he that is within us than he that is within the world? Well, our series is called More. Yeah, more. And more is exactly what we need today. Not more government. Oh, God help us. Not more government, not more of their policies, not more of their empty promises, not more stimulus money, not more of anything that man can produce. I'm telling you what we need more of today is we need more of the Holy Spirit and more of what the Holy Spirit can provide. Amen. We need more of him and we need to give more of ourselves to him as well. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, we need to allow him to mold us and make us and masterfully fashion us into who and what he wants us to be. See, here's the deal. There are people that need our gifts. There are people who need our gifts. Our gifts have been given to us in order to bless other people. That's what Paul said in 1 Corinthians 12 and 7. He said, a spiritual gift is given to each of us so that we can help each other other. Well, let me give you my fourth statement this morning, and that is his gifts should be developed. His gifts should be developed. In 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 6, Paul writes to his student in the ministry, a young minister that he is mentoring. And Paul admonishes young Timothy to fan into flames Fan into flames what? Fan into flames the spiritual gift that he had been given. So Paul, first of all, recognized that that Timothy had a gift. But not only did he recognize that Timothy had a gift, but he also recognized that Timothy hadn't been using his gift, or at least not to the extent that he should. 
And so Paul writes to young Timothy and he says, he says, you know, fan into flames the spiritual gift that you have received. Timothy's spiritual gift needs to be developed and then deployed. Uh, here's what I know this morning, and that is our spiritual skills. And I want you to get this this morning. Our spiritual skills must be developed just like our natural skills. Yep. I'm pretty sure you've never heard that before. But I'm telling you that our spiritual skills must be developed just like our natural skills. The gifts that the Holy Spirit uh, gives us comes to us in raw form. Say raw form. Yeah, the gifts that the Holy Spirit gives to us comes to us in raw form, like gold in a mine. It's gold, but in order for that gold to be useful, first of all, you got to mine it. You've got to discover it, right? You got to discover it in that mine, and then you have to, you have to mine it. You have to extract it. You have to get it out, right? You got to get it out. But it's still no good until it is refined, right? Until it is refined. Listen, our spiritual gifts require a process of refinement. First of all, we need to mine those spiritual gifts. We need to ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to us the gifts that we have. See, I'm totally persuaded that people are used in the gifts of the Holy Spirit and they're not even aware of the fact that they are being used in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. See, because the only ones that we really recognize for sure are the vocal gifts, right? When somebody speaks in tongues, you know what it is. Somebody gives an interpretation or a prophecy that is vocal. And so you understand that and everyone knows what is happening and what has taken place. But oftentimes the Lord can give you a, a word of wisdom in a boardroom and nobody knows what in the world to do and all of a sudden you have an answer and everybody thinks you're really smart but maybe you're smart or maybe the Holy Spirit through a word of wisdom has just given you the answer how to solve the problem. I'm telling you so often I really weary of this okay and I, I, I can go from anointing to annoying real quick but I, I weary of this I weary of this uh, of well the Holy Spirit's not moving well oh we don't you know where are the gifts of the Holy Spirit well I'm telling you that the Holy Spirit is moving I'm telling you that the gifts of the Spirit are in operation and not always do you understand and always know that's what is happening. Listen, he don't need your permission. Listen, he can flow through you. If you're spirit-filled, he's using you and maybe he's using you and you're not even recognizing it. Amen? So, so our spiritual gifts require a process of refinement, a process of maturation. Many years ago now, in another church that I pastored, I had a younger lady in my church who would give messages in tongues, and then she would interp interpret the message. And, and, and it was quite messy. Honestly, it was quite messy. She stumbled, she bumbled, and, and, and you know, I, I'm in my young, I'm in my 30s, you know, and I, I'm going to fix it. <laughs> You know, you know, I, I knew everything back then. I'm going to fix this thing. I'm going to fix it. And I said to myself, I'm going to fix it. I'm going to talk to her and I'm going to stop this. I'm going to stop this because it's a little bit, it's just a little bit, uh, what's the word? It was messy. It's a little bit messy. And, and, and the Holy Spirit spoke to me. And the Holy Spirit said to me, you keep your cotton picking hands off that situation. You didn't know the Holy Spirit talked like that, did you? Amen. 
Yeah, the Holy Spirit said to me, you just keep your cotton picking hands off of that situation. I know about the situation and it's not great and it's not wonderful and it's not perfect, but she's young and her gifts are raw and her gifts are undeveloped. And the Holy Spirit said to me, I'm okay with it. If I'm okay with it, you ought to be okay with it and just keep your cotton picking hands off of it. She's young and she's immature a little bit and underdeveloped. And the Holy Spirit said to me, she will grow into her gift. And so it was. And so it was. Listen, I'm not saying that a pastor should never correct or teach or explain something that's out of order. That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is that we should give each other much grace in the area of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. I am saying that our gifts take time and they take use in order to develop. But I am also saying that our gifts should be developed. We should be developing our gifts. Amen. Listen, we should be. I don't think the Holy Spirit would have been okay with this lady, you know, three years down the road if she was at the same place she was uh, before. I, I Listen, I believe that he wants us to develop our gifts. Amen? Well, our spiritual gifts must be developed just like our natural skills. Our, our spiritual skills must be developed just like our natural skills. Talking about our desire for more, more of his presence, more of his gifts, but not just in quantity, but also in quality. Amen. All right. My fifth and final statement that I have today is this, and that is his gifts should be demonstrated. His gifts should be demonstrated. Let me read some more scripture. First uh, Corinthians chapter 14 and verses 26 through 33. Paul writes again and Paul says, how is it then brethren, whenever you come together, whenever you come together, when you have church, when you assemble, when the church assembles, whenever, when, brethren, whenever you come together, each of you has a psalm, has a teaching, has a tongue, has a revelation, has an interpretation. Let all things be done for edification. If anyone speaks in a tongue, let there be two or at the most three, each in turn and let one interpret. But if there's no interpreter, let him keep silent in church and let him speak to himself and to God. Let two or three prophets speak and let the others judge. But if anything is revealed to another who sits by, let the first keep silent. For you can all prophesy one by one that all may learn and all may be encouraged. And the spirits of the prophets are subject to the prophets. For God is not the author of confusion, but of peace as in all the churches uh, of the saints. Oh, I could spend five hours teaching right there. All right. And I don't have five hours. Somebody said, praise the Lord. He recognizes that. And then in Romans chapter 12, we read it our, uh, uh, earlier. I want to read again, 12 uh, verses six through eight. We're talking about the fact that our gifts should be demonstrated. Paul writes there and he says, having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, let us use them. Let us what? Sit on them. Bury them. Let us use them. If prophecy, let us prophesy in proportion to our faith. There you go. In ministry or ministry, let us use it in our ministering. He who teaches in teaching, he who exhorts in exhortation, he who gives with liberality, he who leads with diligence, he who shows mercy with 
cheerfulness. So the gifts that we have been given should be, should be demonstrated. They should be used. They, they should be used correctly. Uh, they should be used according to proper order. Uh, they should be used in the marketplace and not just in the church gathering place. They should never contradict the written word of God. That's how we judge the gifts of the Spirit. Do they line up with the written word of God? The, a prophecy will never go against the written word of God. That's how we judge it, right? And so... Uh, the gifts should never contradict the written word of God or be viewed as equal to a word of prophecy or message in tongues and interpretation. It does not equal to uh, the scripture. Doesn't equal to it. Doesn't equal to it. And uh, often, you know, some, sometimes you know why it doesn't, all right? So I don't have time to talk about that. But the person being used in the gifts should always seek the proper time to express their gift, and they should never, say never, never. say it again, never. one more time, never. and they should never interrupt anything or anyone to use their gift. Yeah. So no one, while I'm preaching, should give a word of prophecy or give a message in tongues, ever, 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 never. The Holy Spirit is using me. Am I? Oh, you're the holy one up there. Yeah, don't, don't, don't interrupt the holy one. No, that's not it at all. But the Holy Spirit is a perfect gentleman, and he won't interrupt himself. And if the Holy Spirit is anointing me to speak today, then he's not going to interrupt me to speak through somebody else. He's gonna, there's going to be a place. There's going to be a pause. There's going to be a place where you can use your gift. And let me tell you, you say, well, what if they don't give me a place? What if there's no place? Well, then that's on them. It's on them, and it's not on you. But never interrupt anyone or anything to uh, exercise your gift. Are you still with me this morning? All right, here's the deal this morning. Our gift is only useful when it is placed in service. Our gift is only useful when it is placed in service. The takeaway for the message this morning is this. What are we doing with the gifts the Holy Spirit has given to us? What are we doing with the gifts the Holy Spirit uh, has given to us? Every spirit-filled believer has been given a gift or gifts. Have we, have we recognized what those gifts are? And if we have recognized what those gifts are, are we allowing the Holy Spirit to use us in those gifts? Amen. Everyone standing with me this morning. Everyone standing. Praise the Lord. Father, I just pray today that you will take, God, this word this morning, this teaching, this word of, of instruction, this word of exhortation and inspiration today. Take your word today, God, and let it do what needs to be done in this house. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, as I have cried out to you, I cry out to you one more time. I, I, I give you full reign and charge in this room this morning to do what you want to do in this house this morning in, in line with your word done decently done in order but and that's your word but holy spirit i pray that you will come today and you'll manifest your presence in a way that you have never ever uh with us father i ask in jesus name amen